Welcome to Cosmic Explorations Podcast, curated by the cosmos, narrated by Feva Cristina. Hello! Exploring the universe in and of us through a cosmic storytelling of astrology, I want to welcome you to this cheeky journey of sensual shadow play as we claim our liberated authentic expression through expanded pleasure and playful embodiment as a new default for living and loving. Welcome back lovers. I'm so happy you're joining me for another beautiful cosmic dance. This time an exploration into holistic healing, conscious relating and alternative living. And I'm joined by one of my favorites, my dear sister, Eva Skledar. She is a wild woman, a transformative dancer, an earthly witch, a tea ceremonialist, and one of my muses. She's an amazing space holder, a nurturer of authentic sisterhood through her Yoni Galaxia gatherings in Ljubljana. So if you're there, Make sure to check it out. And overall, she's just an inspiring example of what it means to live freely in her body, in her expression, in her life choices. And we are here to talk all about it today. This episode was recorded in her tiny house of grit in the forest. And we do talk about what it's like to live in tune with nature and in connection with the ancestral heritage, the way that our ancestors lived. And that comes also to our health, how what we take in our bodies. And Eva shared her story of having Lyme disease and experiencing chronic burnout, fatigue, chronic pain, and how she transformed that through conscious eating. And somatic regulation. This is something that is dear to my heart because I have experienced a lot of bodily initiations over the last few years as well and I think this beautifully shines the light on the challenges that probably more or less we all face and then bounce between different uh, self-medication treatments and extreme diets and coping mechanisms. And as we know, our health is intricately connected with our hormonal balance. And that shows up in relationships as well. So we dive deep into the conscious relating field, uh, navigating the codependency, enmeshment, talking about different attachment styles, people-pleasing tendencies, what it means to set and honor boundaries, and this is very well connected to the collective transits that we're experiencing with Libra, South Note right now. So it is probably at the forefront for all of us in one way or another. And underneath all of that is the question of safety, question of freedom, our emotional maturity and flexibility. We dive into all of that in this episode. So I invite you to... Take a deep breath, lean back, and if you want to see in the video of us bouncing, you can also go to my YouTube channel. I just started doing the video podcasting, trying it out, very low-key, very low-fi, let's say. Nonetheless, we rock and roll. Find me at Feva Cristina Cosmic Explorations everywhere. 
And you also find me at Eva's podcast, which is called Hava Podcast Juliania, where we had a pleasure to record another episode on sisterhood and living in a tantric community in Sweden. So if after this episode you want to hang out with us more, you can. It will be in the show notes below. So thank you for being here once again. I love you. Welcome to Cosmic Aspirations. Welcome. I am sitting here in a tiny little wooden cottage in the middle of nowhere by the forest with my dear sister holding my boobies so that I don't hold the mic. Eva. Hello, dear. Welcome. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for being here in my home. It's really such a joy and pleasure to have you here. We're recording this under the lunar eclipse in Taurus and our heads have been spinning and we've been feeling dizzy yeah. and at the same time we're just cocooning off grid in your house where you live with your partner mm. and yeah in this embrace of the sisterhood so we have no idea where this podcast episode is gonna take us so thank you for being here with us it's thank the you. perfect shakti flow mm-hmm. while drinking tea it's a practice that we share yeah and I guess I just wanna first let others get to know you. yeah, what is your focus at this point in your life? What do you play with? How do you dance through this How do I dance? yeah so well, at this moment, my focus it's not so present, really, like I'm really much like all over the place but at the same time I am slowly getting to my focuses Mm. and I'm building some structures around my life because for the past two years my life's been like more yeah free flow and really like just feeling myself and healing my body because I've been going through some deep uh, burnout and Mm -hmm. chronic pains Mm -hmm. so my focus was really on healing myself and I'll slowly Mm -hmm. I feel I have this capacity to open up Mm -hmm. to the world to share the knowledge Mm -hmm. I've gained experiences and so it's slowly like weaving together I'm weaving together all this knowledge Mm -hmm. and yeah just feeling what 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 is my value to offer to this world you know Mm. what like yeah where is my place wow but what a beautiful process like I think this is the well nowadays a privilege but the way that I feel it's the most natural to just like be with yourself explore life play a bunch try Mm. different things and then something naturally arises rather than the way that our system has put us when you're 18 you've got to know what you want to do you're going to do it for the rest of your life you're going to blah 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 it's like yeah, I mean, I've definitely been there, you know, like, <laughs> I went through this process, but then at some point when I was studying, like, it just got to me, like, I'm fucking not feeling well, I need to change something, mm-hmm. and it was a process of now mm-hmm. three, four years, really, and, like, it have it hasn't been so easy, because, mm-hmm. you know, before I had this clear image of myself, oh, I finished this university, mm-hmm. like, my life will be, I don't know, ordinary, like, or something but then of course like some part of me my spirit I don't know it wants more from life Mm -hmm. I I really feel like I want to dance through this life Mm -hmm. and And there is a line (laughs) too in human design lives work which is the line of the dancer and that is what we share 
And we're gonna guess awesome too. Yeah, I love that. So can't you see that we want to give this one? Yeah, I can. Well, thank oh. you. No, but um, like we're gonna get to this part because I know it's such a juicy part, the movement, the embodiment yeah. medicine that you explore. But I know you studied medicine, and yeah. I think it's quite dare I say hilarious you're studying medicine while you're getting sick and that kind of redirects you into going deeper into the natural medicine alternative medicine would you be willing to share a little bit more about this journey and how yeah your holistic well-being has it's really been a deep deep and long journey I would say like I've been into interested in the body and everything for a really long time and of course part of it was also studying medicine and I definitely got a really good base in like understanding and having this clear picture of what the body is and how it functions with studying medicine and then of course when I started to get worse in my health I was first going to I I started to be vegan but (laughs) then my problems really started to arise honestly um, but, but it's you... not only connected of course with this but I started to eat more raw food which started to cleanse my body even more yeah. and toxins started to come up and then I also had uh, borreliosis Lyme disease mm-hmm. like I got a tick that was um, yeah how it's called like it had this yeah uh, Lyme disease yeah, yeah. this bacteria mm-hmm. and yeah I got it but I already had it before they said and this again like a lot of symptoms came up with this um and yeah for me it was first discovering herbs and I I started to really discover how herbs can support me and actually I was really bloated at the time uh and like I don't know how this plant is called in English Pelin is in Slovenian you can we can add later maybe <laughs> in uh, but it like really helped me with my bloatness mm-hmm. um, and then slowly I also started changing definitely my diet mm-hmm. it was a big thing mm-hmm. um, to have like I have this morning drinks that are lemon raw honey and raw apple cider vinegar mm-hmm. and I feel like this really supports my body because it flushes kind of the toxins that come out in in the night in digestion like mm-hmm. I drink this and first everything goes out in the morning before I start my day and then definitely like I started to sleep more and do less <laughs> like you know because I was doing so much so this was like really big thing like sleep and do less the secrets <laughs> to your well-being <laughs> yeah it's usually the simplest now yeah but how like how did you get across all of like these different approaches um in your research yeah yeah first I definitely started to like I was really into yoga Mm -hmm. I was studying yoga and uh, Vedic traditions and yeah all of this also Ayurveda yeah 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 (laughs) I didn't catch yeah I have books at home also about Ayurveda but then like something in me when I started to discover herbs and plants mm-hmm. in Slovenia, you know, like I was feeling more and more into like I want to discover what was here, like mm-hmm. what my ancestors, how they lived, like 
I feel I feel there is so much gifts in Ayurveda mm -hmm. and all this knowledge is like so precious and it really worked but like from my perspective it's on the other side of the world you yeah. know like there is totally different climate yeah. people live differently yeah. they move differently and this was what was calling me really to get to know what my ancestors mm -hmm. did what supported them mm -hmm. so I got to know this lady that is kind of my mentor teacher that uh, she's called Moitza Vozel and she has this primal food uh, community in Slovenia mm -hmm. and like I was already getting no I was quite bad when I met her I would mm -hmm. say that was like the peak of my burnout and my chronic pain and how did that look like for you yeah for me it looked like like I, I didn't really have like physical energy I woke like when I woke up in the morning I felt like truck drove over me you know like like my whole body was in pain all the muscles of my body hurted and mm -hmm. I had chronic headaches and like I made I don't know I I just had meditation and maybe mm -hmm. some yin yoga in the morning and ate breakfast and I was so tired I had to go to mm -hmm. bed again and well yeah. honestly it sounds like most people feel all the time but it's just been so normalized that yep. we don't make you know any distinction like I know that I used to function like that for a very long time mm. up until recently yep. it was like oh well you're bloated oh okay isn't everyone I've been my whole fucking life I have chronic fatigue I'm constantly in the, on the verge of a burnout but this is just how you function in the modern world and yeah. so to actually wake up to yeah. the fact that no this is not normal to have very painful yeah. menstruation menstrual yeah. cramps is also not normal mm. how do we bring our body back to the equilibrium yeah. and then you go down the rabbit hole with all of the different modalities that promise you that you know mm. now magic solutions and yeah, yeah it's really it's yeah. an interesting way to navigate what it's works really... for your body. Yeah. And like you said, Ayurveda and all of these ancient kind of health systems, so much wisdom and beauty. And at the same time, they were kind of derived for the people of that time as mm -hmm. well. And right now, like it, it, it was not meant for us to be sitting by our desk in front of the screens yep. for the majority of the day. Mm eating the shitty food from the deprived soul yeah. soil that we yeah. now have yeah so really the key, like you are saying what comes to me now like one of the key things is like to put all the processed food away you know like this is like really mm -hmm. big thing already to do whatever diet you have mm -hmm. just to try to eat like whole foods you know that are not already pre-processed i don't know how many times yeah and then also like what what yeah, what can support us in all of this, like what what gave me this tuning in with my body was, you know, like me started doing yoga, being mindful, yeah. being mindful about our bodies, like actually started to feel our bodies because then you can see like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. This is not normal that like mm -hmm. I'm all the time in the pain or whatever, you actually know. Actually noticing what does this alignment feel like. Yeah because otherwise it's just a normal state of yeah. being so tuning to yeah because I, I totally get you like I would eat something and it would make me feel bad but that's normal that I feel so bad after or you I don't eat. even notice so much you are just yeah like normal yeah and you, you just, just take coffee yeah. and you go yeah exactly <laughs> like you said coffee or yeah something in the morning and you have this rocket in your ass and you're good to go right and the thing is that because we've been feeling so chronically 
unwell our whole lives we don't even know what the difference yeah feels like what does it feel like to be healthy mm -hmm. you know at the beginning of this year I did 10 days vipassana and that was like a big bodily wake-up call for me mm. of the ways that my body has been chronically inflammated for many many years you know I've been a sugar addict <laughs> like um, mm. chocolate food in general has really been the way that I've been soothing my nervous system it used to be mm. that basic core dare I say only sense of safety pleasure feeling good mm. throughout my when I was growing up and especially yeah. in my teenage years you know being really pressured stressed at school feeling misplaced misunderstood mm. I would get home and taking food and chocolate into bed binge watching some series allowed me to plug out yeah. dissociate and be in my safe little mm. space and that became so deeply ingrained that you know it became a coping mechanism that has not been serving me anymore and mm -hmm. so vipassana kind of opened that up and changed it up but then i went into the other extreme right which i think a lot of people then wake up and we have this panic yeah. response now i gotta do something about it and we go into even other extremes so mm -hmm. i went and cut all of the sugars yeah. um carbs oils all kinds of things out of my diet because i felt like mm -hmm. i had a, a huge candida overgrowth and mm. my skin was itchy and so on and it was amazing at first like those first two weeks of the diet well I was eating just raw vegan diet without any kind of oil yeah mm -hmm. no fruits even. I did not not so even I, healthy fats like avocado or I, I think refined I was, coconut oil. I think I was eating avocado, but I was living in Bali, so I didn't really have a functioning kitchen like a lot of people in Bali mm. don't. We just eat outside, where you think you're eating very healthy food, but actually, sugar is added, chili oils yep. are being used, and so on. So it's tasty. <laughs> yeah, um, that it is. <laughs> but I was. I went into it from the state of panic, not very well informed. Yep. And the first two weeks were actually amazing as I was cleansing and the first time experiencing in my life probably how it feels to not be fucking pressed mm. down by sugar, mm -hmm. by the cloudiness. Like my mind was sharp. I was able to process my emotions more quickly. Mm. I had this clarity and connection to my body that I haven't felt before. But then that needy greedy part came of detox detoxification and I got a flu-like symptoms mm -hmm. and then all of the older demons came out and some emotional processes mm -hmm. that have been from my teenage years that I have forgotten about or have suppressed so deeply that we're now able to be we're cleansing out mm -hmm. um but because I wasn't informed about it I yep. didn't have a proper support yeah I relapsed Mm. went again into another kind of extreme of yep. then binge eating and taking all kinds of sugars which put me on a bed rest literally for a month I was yep. lying in bed binge eating I've been vegan for seven years I ate pizza with normal cheese like twice you know like mm. all of the controlling mechanism just broke yeah at this point I would really like to point out like what I've learned through my journey is like these extremes and like the things that they sold us as like detoxification go on this mm -hmm. detox and that detox like from my perspective 
like it's not safe and it's not healthy it's not natural because mm -hmm. our bodies are cleansing all the time like this is our like this is our body's function mm -hmm. that it cleanses all the time mm -hmm. we just know we just got to learn how to actually support our body in this and like you said you were eating mostly at that time when you like did this extreme mm -hmm. you started to eat a lot of raw vegetables mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. i yeah i heard yeah. right yeah but not so much fruit no no because i went zero yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like raw vegetables and raw fruits are really detoxifying fruit um, mm -hmm. food you know but our toxins are stored in our fat and mm -hmm. our muscles and yeah. our or no muscles not so much in our organs and then with these foods you kind of get them out in your bloodstream yeah. into your circulation but how do they get out because like our liver get really um how it's called like it's too much for them yeah overloaded overloaded yeah yeah and they cannot clean so like they mm -hmm. cannot put out so much as it's coming out from so you do the reverse yeah it's like it can be really bad because you have yeah. toxins in circulation and it can really damage your nerves yeah you know and your yeah functions and it can and then you get flu-like symptoms because like body is overloaded and you and don't actually to... release yeah yeah so what i've learned and what really supports me and also helps my nervous system everything is like raw fats like unprocessed fats in in case if you are vegan this is like avocado and mm. coconut oil like mm. uh, cold pressed virgin mm. um and in case of i, I i'm not a vegan <laughs> i am like um yeah flexitarian or something like it's I eat okay. everything i host these kind of people on the podcast <laughs> we don't no, discriminate <laughs> oneness love <laughs> This is me and it, mm -hmm. I really feel supported and guided in this, mm -hmm. honestly. And so for me, this is like a lot of raw milk products that I get from a really good source that is grass fed. And yeah, I've met those animals. I know the, the people who work with them. Mm -hmm. So they are like really fed only with grass. So I eat a lot of milk products. And this does this this healthy fats actually bind toxins. Mm -hmm. that they get they can get out of the body in a healthy way yeah. like they are like toxin and fat comes around and yeah. it goes through digestion because mm. our digestion you know is also like our digestive tract is and our flora is really bad for the most of the people and you get even more damage with toxins yeah. being around so one aspect is like knowing how to physically detox and then the other aspect is having the emotional and definitely uh psychological support because yeah. you're not only cleansing your body your yeah. body's storing all kinds of trauma and no, repressed definitely. memories and emotions so to know how to move through that so that your nervous system doesn't get yeah. hijacked which happened in my case and i'm just now kind but of did you have out. any support at that time like proper um i hired a holistic coach then mm -hmm. which um wasn't very aligned I was I hired her from like a very desperate state of being um, not so well informed or maybe I had too high expectations I definitely didn't feel that holistic support yeah. um, that was presented at but first. I think it's hard to get like whole holistic support from what one person you know yeah. like well no I think there are certain standards like you can you can tell me what to eat in the morning and where to get those foods but if it's like there's there has to be like i said emotional psychological yeah. support and some basic 
psychology back yep. with it so that you know if i'm in this pattern of if food is my safety and i want to binge mm. to tell me oh just drink a glass of water yeah yeah it's not going to do the trick mm. there has to be a deeper yep. understanding of how the psyche works and how the trauma mm. acts yeah for me this was like from i had different supports like mm. i had this mentor that was mostly in foods even though she has like also this emotional spiritual psycho- psychological mm-hmm. background but maybe it wasn't so much focused even though she adds on but at the same time i was having somatics therapy um it's like he's from iq methods mm-hmm. um he's slovenian karim yeah. al-saleh mm-hmm. and i was uh, working with him regularly for like a year and a half or two mm. years and i was also regularly doing somatics mm-hmm. And through this IQ method, you are really growing through subconscious patterns and looking into mother-father relationship, which is like, for me, it's like the root of most of the things, (laughs) family background and everything. So this was kind of my combination that I started almost at the same time. So I would say these two really, of course, it was many other things, Mm -hmm. you know, but this was my... Because I, I think it's really important when you're in such a situation, like you said, there's so many methods, so many things out there, mm-hmm. you know, to find something and try to really tune into it. Does it really support me or not? And then kind of try to stick with it. And because tr- this was my anchor when I found these two things, mm-hmm. you know, because when you feel so bad, yeah. you really need like emotional and like all in all aspects, you need some anchor. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah oh Mm. beautiful yeah so these are what would you say are the aspects that then really helped you move through it and what did that journey open up to you later on (laughs) well this is very complex question yeah (laughs) welcome to my world (laughs) the answer is the answer is really multi-layered um it was a slow progress you know like i said first it was a lot about rest because mm-hmm. my nervous system was completely unregulated mm-hmm. it was like like roller coaster you know mm-hmm. um and it was a slow learning of tuning into my body what it needs mm-hmm. um so i had a job at the time that kind of supported my living but i was feeling worse and worse so i also kind of quit the job and I don't know what was my plan I didn't have it like I I was thinking I will leave from savings and then I will figure out something and that then at that time my partner actually like started to yeah having his own business so he started to support me so this was kind of like some kind of release to actually get this space and time for the Mm. first time in my life Mm. that I don't have to worry about where I live um well but at the same time I was having a lot of anxiety around it because we were living in Ljubljana I come from a countryside um, Mm. I'm really like forest girl (laughs) I really like forest names (laughs) forest names so I was having quite yeah this was actually one of the things that was also keeping me down Mm. because I was having so many emotional triggers and anxieties around living in the city and I really did not feel supported living in the city so it was we were all the time in this search also how to go live in nature Mm -hmm. so this is also part of this equation for me (laughs) living in nature living Mm -hmm. uh, having this quietness you know like you Mm -hmm. said you don't hear cars 
it's fucking peaceful i have forest i can go out i can be naked like i just step outside and i have grass i go barefoot so this is also what i had actually in my yoga teacher training thesis no thesis like Mm -hmm. the final the final paper It was about grounding because for Mm. me this is also a really big part being in nature being grounded um Mm -hmm. so nature is really big part of my equation definitely um next to food and (laughs) emotional patterns and like everything um so yeah then we found this place and it was again a crazy kind of ride coming here it was not really smooth (laughs) but yeah um <laughs> I'm here now and I really feel supported by being in nature. Uh, so yeah. What is it <laughs> like living off grid? Um again, very multi-layered. Um like I definitely I've learned a lot of things since I've been living here. And what what does it even mean to live off grid? Like what does it come with? Yeah, living off grid means that you live um somewhere where there is no electricity lines and how it's called water system Mm -hmm. from the yeah government or Mm -hmm. whatever (laughs) like you are on your own so you need to take care of your own electricity of your own water um yeah that's it basically off grid and like there is like toilet and everything you need to figure out on your own and this is you pee outside wherever you want (laughs) just pull your pants down you yeah and then you're done (laughs) children really teach you how natural this is yeah and i've been having like quite some struggles when i go to the city now Mm -hmm. and i cannot (laughs) pee anywhere you know like it doesn't feel natural like i need to withhold my urine and like Mm -hmm. i don't know it doesn't feel like people in the past had to go through this (laughs) lucky them yeah although i know we had this conversation last night of how much it actually took to work with the seasons and make all Mm. like prepare the food for the winter and like it was a completely different lifestyle and i guess living here gives you a taste of that yeah it does how much we have for granted in the modern society so much really like having running water in our houses Mm -hmm. having showers washing machines dishwasher like everything like it's crazy how different lifestyle that was and you see how much effort and time of your Mm -hmm. day it actually takes to take care of basic chores here because like we use rainwater for washing everything and we have the collector from the roof so which is like already a lot but we still need to go and carry just rainwater you know Mm -hmm. or drinking water we need to go to the spring and again carry it or like yeah just this basic need and also making fire in the winter no Mm -hmm. it's not just like central heating yeah you wake up and everything is warm and it's nice Mm -hmm. like in winter this year we just plastered with clay to have more insulation but in winter when you wake up when we woke up it was sometimes like five degrees you know Mm -hmm. it's like living in a van yeah basically (laughs) right and what 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 has been some of the most how long have you been here now like in this house we've been till last since last june so this is what year year and a half half around Mm -hmm. Yeah, and before we were living, like co-living in a house, bigger house, which was, yeah, not planned and very emotional and a lot of 
yeah yeah I mean, it's also like a cute tiny cottage and it's the two of you and sometimes mm. like having a personal space we talked about it has its own challenges and you have your own podcast yes which is which is called how a podcast <laughs> podcast of life in Slovenian yeah, yeah. podcast Juliania podcast Juliania and I know you guys share quite a lot about what you're going through um, yeah as a couple yeah. yeah yeah we haven't actually shared so much about the living of greed but mm-hmm. yeah we want to <laughs> but yeah, yeah but so I'm just curious like what have been some of the most surprising elements living of grid mm. and together in a small house so living in such a tiny space really confronted us with each other in a way you know because like we spend so much time like together mm-hmm. in each other's face like we cannot hide away and I would say this is also like bringing us deeper and deeper to mm-hmm. see our patterns and mm-hmm. what really supports us because for me like living up grid it's really learning what do I need and what do I want in life because mm-hmm. we are so spoiled with with I mean spoiled like we have all these things yeah that yeah it's just not so uh that we take for granted we take for granted yeah yeah, yeah. really automatized um, automatized yeah and coming to live here really put me on the solid ground or like yeah reality check mm-hmm. what do I want what do I need and also in our relationship, it kind of feels like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really re- reality check-in uh, uh, about us. What do we actually want from a relationship? How do we want to function mm-hmm. as individuals? Yeah. How do we want to function in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, how much space, like energetically, mm-hmm. we need as a person? Mm-hmm. Even though like, I still feel that we are a bit yeah again we have we are a bit spoiled in nowadays because sometimes we de- they definitely lived in much smaller spaces mm-hmm. but now our also our functioning and our dreams are i don't know like bigger or something they don't you know? fit in this room <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause just like i don't know i'm still learning this because i also observed myself today in the morning i woke up before you mm. and i came down and like I had my morning meditation and you know like everything is here you can hear mm-hmm. everything and I was observing myself and I also felt a bit constricted in myself mm-hmm. that it also came a bit of anxiousness because I knew you were sleeping and I wanted to give you this space mm-hmm. and peace so you can like yeah. wake up in your own rhythm but it also like question I questioned like my whoa like how can I fulfill my need of mm-hmm having my morning routine and like moving freely so mm-hmm. there is not like yeah there's no not so much freedom when you live in such I mean it is freedom but like personal it comes freedom. with other aspects yeah mm-hmm. you know and it was interesting to see that now you were here it was not better but it also came up you know mm-hmm. um and then I went out and it was okay I was doing things outside I was tapping myself and I don't know because you know like here you can hear every move basically yeah, you know like yeah. I was just like really lightly massaging my breasts mm-hmm. and I could hear you here because you were like m- like you can hear these little sounds and you were hearing them I actually put uh, like ear chapki you had them with you yeah, yeah, yeah. oh wow so. okay <laughs> okay yeah. but I totally get you yeah, yeah. it's it's a it's a fine lining of how you know because in some ways 
it is going back to the way our ancestors used to live and it's much more natural for our us humans to live together in unity in mm -hmm. connection in collaboration support and at the same time um yeah there are so many different ways of being that um, became a priority mm. and also <laughs> it's a, yeah it's a very interesting way to navigate yeah um yeah because it's also like you know when you we were we'd shared this on our podcast in slovenia but like we got really this enmeshment mm -hmm. with each other where you, where you, where i started to feel i'm really starting to lose myself mm -hmm. and my own individuality and mm -hmm. what do i actually what is my path you know because like peter has his own path and mm -hmm. his own idea of how mm -hmm. what i what are his interests and what he wants mm -hmm. to do and it's not like just natural that i will have the same interests yeah, yeah. and he spends like a lot of time on computer and when you are in such a small space he takes a lot of this energetical space just being on the computer the whole world gets into the yeah. room <laughs> yeah you know yeah and then i i don't know when because at the time i i wasn't so much focusing on earning my own money yet mm -hmm. i was still like in this process of healing mm -hmm. but because he was working all the time and like he was energetically mm -hmm. in this bubble of working mm -hmm. you know i wasn't feeling comfortable like oh i should also be working so it was also this struggle how to how can i actually take space for this rest and tuning into myself where other person is just right next to me mm -hmm. working on the computer like whole day and I feel yeah a lot of yeah there's guilt, pressure uh, yeah pressure came up wow a lot of things are coming up for me when you're speaking this I think this is so important and something that I have experienced in my life too like first of all I imagine that coming to live of grid in it kind of like liberates certain templates of how relationships and how our lives should look because yep. it's so much easier to slide into the way that everyone functions in the cities for example mm -hmm. or in our society where the roles are slightly more defined and yeah it's just this is how things are done mm -hmm. right and then you come here and you need to learn all these new things and build them and everything kind of relies mm -hmm. on you and I think it's beautiful what you keep saying in our conversations how much through this relationship and living in such an environment you're learning about yourself mm -hmm. right and right now we're going astrologically through a transit of the south node the energy that is asking to be released transmuted something that mm. is kind of our comfort zone but it's not working anymore mm. it's going through libra so the relationships are at the forefront of where mm. are we enmeshed like you said where are we kind of being in codependent patterns that are not serving us where are we people pleasing and mm. abandoning ourselves going away from what truly matters to us to just to keep a sense of harmony which libra wants right or where our capacity to understand another is actually making us break our own boundaries this is something that mm. i used to struggle in my relationships where i have a wide capacity to understand where you're coming from and your childhood trauma and why this is important <laughs> to you and i know and i want it for you mm. and i was afraid and i want to i don't i'm afraid to cross your boundaries mm. i want you to feel comfortable and in that i cross my own yeah and so i needed to learn that sometimes it's not when other person says no that's a clear boundary mm. but sometimes my boundaries but this is a 
non-negotiable yes for me mm. and how do we navigate that so I imagine a space like this confronts you with this yeah. aspect even more um, mm. and there is this trend for another year while the north note the direction in life what we're learning through this cycle mm. is in Aries it's about our individuality who mm. are we authentically yeah. what do we want to learn? Mm. what do we desire what is our natural impulse to move and create mm. and take action so mm. it is a real test in relationships of any kind whether partnership uh, business romantic family therapeutic like all mm. of them. the whole of relationship to life are natural resources mm. any kind of commitment and we have one of the greatest commitments that we have in this life is commitment to the world mm. and how we treat our earth and how we treat our humanity and so on mm. um and so yeah looking from the macro perspective into the micro of how we navigate mm -hmm. this in our own lives and how we navigate yeah. this at large yeah this is really this is really like one of my life i don't know <laughs> callings in a way mm -hmm. like that before i preach anything or or not preach or just like mm. express and talk about things that i want to actually experience and live this you know like how can I live, how can I talk about I don't know how to take care of the earth if I don't live in nature I mean mm -hmm. for me this is just like it goes hand in hand like if we want to take better care of earth mm -hmm. of our pachamama mm -hmm. like we need connection with earth for sure how can you you know like and this is like for sure and what I see here <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm a philosopher, okay? I'm not the most handy woman. Although, I'm not so great at taking that fucking equipment and digging into the dirt. Yeah, but, but you don't have to. Exactly. But I can, because I'm not, I can also see some other perspectives that a person who is so much in touch and yep. so much in the what is possible, what is not possible in certain area can sometimes not be able to see. Mm. So... Yes, you got to have a relationship, but it looks different. And I think yeah. what you also said before of living with someone or being in a relationship, seeing the what they do and how they do it, and that pressure that, oh, I need to match mm. this energy. Yeah. And this is why I love systems like astrology, human design, gene kicks, because it really points out of how you bring your unique values, mm. energetics, skills into the occasion mm. and how this is what sustains us the yeah. differences between mm. us and it's a matter of then compatibility and acceptance yeah. um, of one another and these differences and mm. do they actually work together yeah. or are they too different to come into the same space mm. yeah yeah this has really been one so of how our learnings that? yeah because we are kind of really in we have really similar values but at the same time we are we have different traits of our personalities like i am much more fiery like easygoing oh, so like i don't know oh you're the shakti babe <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he's like really quiet mysterious zen meditative shiva. person shiva like you know and we we in this enmeshment we kind of tried to you know, come together and we were, of course, um, in a way, compromising on mm -hmm. our own traits just to like meet each other and to kind of have this harmony because we were, of course, 
all the time looking for this balance and harmony mm -hmm. but it was just like it at the moment it does it felt like we went through this on this mm -hmm. path and we walked it and slowly we started both to feel constricted and kind of trapped mm -hmm. in this that we are putting too much of our, ourselves on the side you know like i really learned through our relationships <laughs> Ah, this me. is true <laughs> in Slovenia we say something is true and yeah. sometimes sneezes <laughs> that you know like I really learned the beauty of silence of mm. being meditative of being more you know like shanti like really like mm -hmm. zen and Peter to me really learns you know the beauty of this fire mm. of dancing through life of mm. I don't know just enjoyment like this is what's expressive but we kind of wanted to match this energy as you said we didn't own so much and accept like okay this is me I accept myself but we tried to change ourselves to match the energy of other person and yeah slowly first I started I started to feel trapped and went on my own journey of like okay what can we change because mm -hmm. we are both really committed to living our best life in line with our truth That's and yeah. also like accepting mm -hmm. ourselves as we are so it's really a crazy ride together yeah. <laughs> and yeah but what i really value is that you give each other space for this exploration yeah. and you also give each other space for things to feel off for a yeah. while because i feel like too often i see people well there's i guess two different trends either you throw it all away right away like that's more of my style <laughs> i'm like oh this is not minimal i'm gonna go elsewhere you know which can go into yes holding your standards and mm. It also goes into avoidance at yeah. certain um Yeah, we were points. talking a bit about it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, about both of these. Yeah, cats. and on the other side, yeah. there's this, oh, because we're now in a committed relationship, yeah. we need to stick together just for yeah. the fucking sake of it. And I feel like you guys have really beautiful fluidity between mm. this. Yeah, because we are really not i mean like it's really important for us but at the same time we don't want to be in something that it's not long-term aligned with us and so doesn't how do you support navigate us. it yeah i mean like we have a lot of i mean honest conversation like honesty mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we have really good good communication skills mm -hmm. like i would say we really like are really good at it because mm -hmm. we have both um this base of radical honesty mm -hmm. and non-violent communication mm -hmm. and also like other tools and we've been in a lot of like spaces with sharings and everything so, so how did you get to this point that you... at the beginning it was more of giving each other actually space for sharing so we had regular sharings like mm -hmm. we opened the space for each other mm -hmm. and like okay now it's your time you are expressing yourself and other one is listening and not interrupting because mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of times when we are triggered or yeah. something is going on, it's really hard, hard to like yes. hold this space and people going to defenses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I would say this really gave us this. And also Peter was really, really like he really stood up in our relationship in the way like I definitely had this because yeah, I have this fire, you know, like mm -hmm. if something was triggering me, you know, like I was like bursting out and I don't know, I wanted to escape or I really made drama. 
and because he is really so stable in a way or but also we figured out that he was suppressing his anger a bit so <laughs> when we went through therapy yeah <laughs> with this somatic guy yeah. like more of his anger started to come up mm-hmm. so the, the dynamic changes mm-hmm. to relationship yeah. but really this like also taking responsibility for what we feel like we have really high um how it's awareness mm-hmm. of our own responsibility for what we feel mm-hmm. i f- like i i feel this is really um yeah, what so is that... our base because we are aware that whatever comes up it's like many times i mean like most of the times for from my perspective is like something is triggered in me of course you know like yeah this person it doesn't mean that it's okay maybe sometimes what other person does or i mean like okay yeah i don't know uh it's not wrong their highest yeah yeah yeah. expression yeah it can also come from their shadow yeah definitely but at at the at the end i'm the one the um the one the receiver how Mm. how do i receive this you know it's on me how do i accept it and in relationships definitely like the yeah the the deepest woundings come up you know for sure Um, but this is a delicate dance right because sometimes like that can leave you sometimes to be alone Mm -hmm. like yes you can express what you need without that expectation that the need needs to be fulfilled by the Mm -hmm. other right that's that self-responsibility where you still open yourself up to be met and to Mm -hmm. be received and to kind of co-regulate together but that need that grasp is kind of taken off of like i would love that and i'm able to self-soothe yeah but um, not only self-soothe, but also to see your need and to reach out, not mm-hmm. only in in the the bubble of your relationship. This is what mm-hmm. we're also learning, you know, because like sometimes you have these expectations that expectation that we we should have all our needs fulfilled mm-hmm. inside of our relationship. Like my partner should give me everything. Yeah. You know, but this is from my perspective, and what do I learn? Like it's not realistic. It's a romantic <laughs> idea that we love <laughs> that we see in Netflix series, and we get much from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. From Bridgeton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like we had an interesting conversation yesterday when I shared something that stayed with me when I heard Teal Swan speak to, about it. And she shared in one of her videos that until you're willing and able to take your partner's needs as your own, you're not ready to be in a relationship. Yes, no. Yeah. So I would love to hear your perspective on this. Um, I would say it's more about being able to hold space for the needs of each other mm-hmm. and then being able to... Um, to be to also know yourself and what is your capacity and being able to mm. not respond from the like if a partner expresses her, her his needs not to come from your <laughs> from your wounding you mm-hmm. know like from guilt oh i cannot fulfill this need mm-hmm. but like meeting his need and mm-hmm. being honest with ourselves when can we fulfill this and support him and yeah. when not and frankly, I think what most of us really long for is to be acknowledged and seen in our yep. pain and our need. Yep. So it's not in, you know, if we I have a need and I want to express it to you, it's not again in that, oh, now you need to take mm-hmm. it 
from me or take yeah. it yourself but it's kind of like in that acknowledgement you take it as an important information and important aspect and that alone usually brings the mm, student and yeah. some kind of resolution yeah. because at the core i really believe we just want to be seen yeah. loved accepted yeah. um yeah this openness from is, the other mm-hmm. part from the other part yeah right yeah, yeah. not this closeness because what, what and rejection and, and wrongness rejection. Yeah. And... yeah exactly because you know pro- usually when like i didn't feel like i have capacity like many times my wound came up like how can you have this need like can't you see i'm like this and that i cannot give you this and that Mm -hmm. but like actually recognizing oh well i don't have capacity at the moment and it's okay it's not for something wrong with me because usually this kind Mm -hmm. of dance that it's a bit toxic Mm -hmm. toxic starts from that that we feel like we are not all right and then we started to put on another partner Mm -hmm. you are not okay because you have this need or you know yeah, and what I often see in either with my clients or my friends, <laughs> not in my relationships, <laughs> um, but I have definitely experienced that where, you know, we are both in a trigger, we're both yeah. are hurting, and then we want the other partner to make the first move. Yeah. Like, I need you to, I see you, I understand you, but I still want certain agenda yeah. of my own. And then it's like, mm, I'm going to let go if they're going to let go, yeah. right? Yeah, it's really How do you about, navigate that? Yeah, what I've been, or we've been learning, but I will say for myself, I've been learning, especially through nonviolent communication lately, mm-hmm. um, like how to build the bridges and to see like, I don't have to be right. Like, how can mm-hmm. we be right together? You know, mm-hmm. like not just seeing my right and proving yeah. my point yeah but like how can we i'm still learning that i need to say like sometimes i i fail um but yeah really seeing this and for me deal breaker was also this what i already shared some first sometimes uh for a few times this like when we are in conflict or something Mm -hmm. that we really have this touch and that we look each other into the eyes Mm -hmm. because usually when it gets rough and mm. ugly maybe also mm. it's when we are doing something and we are not actually like seeing okay and something is going on we need yeah. to take a break but we are like i don't know driving or we are cooking yeah. or we are packing our things and going somewhere and being in the rush but when we actually are like okay something's going on let's sit down mm. let's be here for each other let's touch and look each other into eyes yeah. like everything goes away so yeah. quickly because you see like this is not your enemy on the yeah. other side. Like, it's us. Like, we want to be good together. You know, we want to be in love. And we, like you said, we just want to be seen. And... Looking for the same core thing, yeah. which is that love connection. Exactly. Oh. You know, I'm getting emotional <laughs> by, like, looking at you and saying this. But, you know, I feel like this is really the basics of everything. Not only yeah. partnership conflicts, yeah. but it's, like, even your own internal. When yeah. you slow down drop into that presence that connection and actually be with what is yeah and if it's with your health if it's with your body if it's anything this is really that core Mm. non-negotiable like you said yeah Mm. 
And what a beautiful teacher and reflection and relationship <laughs> is to what that those core needs are. Mm. And what you also shared about you having that sharing space where you can actually express mm. and there's an agreement of how these situations are handled, right? There is this agreement that needs yeah. to be in place. Yeah, definitely. In the beginning, when you're mm -hmm. still learning to navigate this, because yeah. now it comes really naturally for yeah. us. But from the beginning, we really had to, yeah, kind of establish this mm -hmm. practice between us that each of us were each of us were aware mm -hmm. of this agreement as you say yeah yeah and i think this is that what i call conscious drama club <laughs> you don't need to then go into drama in other areas of life or you mm -hmm. don't need to keep poking because you're mm -hmm. looking for that presence and recognition and mm. acceptance from a partner but you actually give space also for your internal processes mm. to move and express mm. right in the safe container that has a beginning and the end mm -hmm. yeah. and then you're able to take yourself out of it and not continue looping yeah. and it's a beautiful way to keep closing cycles which is something yeah. that I'm learning and through the ground <laughs> yeah. of the processes <laughs> Mm. right or even pausing if it doesn't like it doesn't need to come to the resolution even. No. yeah this is was our learning also on the way or it is that sometimes we just actually need space you know yeah but it's sometimes so hard <laughs> to take it mm. but if we actually do and there was a situation on friday we had quite a deep conversation mm. and deep triggering for me mm. and i really wanted his closeness mm. and presence but he was also triggered in all of that and he had he needed his own space and then mm. i had it and i actually was journaling and it helped it supported me so deeply you know because mm. sometimes you also think oh we need to resolve everything together mm -hmm. like here at yeah. time yeah but sometimes it's also what we need time yeah. and that can come from that anxious attachment yeah, i feel because like yeah. you're afraid that you're gonna yeah. lose something but that's why i think just voicing what is the base what do we actually want here mm -hmm. and my bestie dragana she mm -hmm. likes to say you know in my perspective it's never me against you it's mm -hmm. like you and me not even against but like with that in central thing exactly. that we are kind of trying to work exactly. through and i think this is such an important thing mm. even like we started with not feeling well yeah. it's not you against your body yeah. it is like your holistic self working with something that's being presented yeah. to be resolved and realigned and reintegrated yeah. and so on. so many times we can see like this things on the outside yeah. of our animus or even our own body you know like our partner we see mm -hmm. as an enemy we see ourselves as an enemy mm -hmm. we see nature as an enemy oh no it's raining oh such an enemy but like no how can we work with all of this how can we see the gifts and mm -hmm. this beauty in it right yeah and also like you said to going through this burnout and chronic pain you can really see your body like what the fuck you know like what's wrong with you why, why are you doing this to me like so much pressure you know? criticism yeah that's again sense of wrongness and i do think like this all steams out from the illusion of separation which is creating mm. war in this world so much pain yeah. and suffering mm. and i think the first that kind of unity comes within us and all of these relationships are such yeah. beautiful mirrors to that mm. so it feels like you know the same tantra that being in a deep committed authentic relationship the conscious relationship mm. is the one of the most confronting spiritual paths mm. that you can take that and running your own business <laughs> i agree on both yeah well i'm a libra so i can i guess i can libra moon. <laughs> yeah let's 
Um, there are some other things that I would love to ask you, but maybe it calls for another podcast or another conversation. Yeah. But it's definitely interesting what you said about, you know, being supported financially by your partner. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I feel like this is something that a lot of women are feeling nowadays after these waves of feminism where we needed to emancipate and really push into certain mm-hmm. direction to get our rights. And now that we have them, we notice that it's not sustainable for us to keep going like these mm-hmm. machines. We're cyclical creatures more than anyone else on this mm-hmm. planet. Um, and I always felt like that's such a privilege. That's so beautiful. There's this kind of primal sense in a lot of women that I notice mm. that we want to be taken care of. We yeah. want to be provided for in different ways. Mm. But financial aspect is one of them. Mm. And I always felt for myself, and it took me a really long time to admit that, that I do want that support from my partnership. Mm. And that gives me then that relaxation in my body because I still want to create. I still yeah. want to serve, but not from this space of survival because it burns yeah. me out. Mm. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, I was looking at you and being like, wow, how fucking beautiful. Mm. And at the same time, I know it comes with its own challenges. Yeah, I definitely went. I went through processes and then we went through processes um, with it. I mean, for the beginning, at the beginning, it was quite okay for me, like, because I really needed that time Mm -hmm. like for first half a year it was like really natural Mm -hmm. but at the same time there was constantly present this thought like I want to earn my own money Mm -hmm. because I'm also I don't know what I am I don't know I'm Capricornizing whatever what is Capricorn Virgo she's a hard-working bitch actually (laughs) yeah and I love to serve you know and I love to I I, and I also love to have my own freedom Mm -hmm. and this like this also gives me you know my own freedom yeah. to have my own income to have my own mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. um so i always had it in the back of my mind and like when it was over this half a year i guess when i slowly mm-hmm. started to get better it started taunting me a lot because mm-hmm. i felt trapped in yeah. this yeah um because i feel like you said it was also this was really for generations that we were actually trapped as dependent, women and dependent yeah, completely, yeah. you know? And like It's, it's another level came... of survival that comes exactly. when you're in an abusive relationship or yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that. I don't know. And then also dynamics in relationships change. Relationship change because mm-hmm. like he was giving me kind of like open-heartedly, even though he has sometimes also, like from my perspective, this is my story, but like, as I say it, like he has sometimes a bit of struggle with giving also like gifts and like Mm -hmm. he has something in here so it was sometimes like he is giving to me and he loves giving to me but one part of him was it was hard for him also for sure like it's a process again because it's also you don't see this so much in society right Mm -hmm. um so yeah it was also kind of a bit of yeah downward hole for us Mm. after some time because then also my pattern came up like I'm not capable even of earning money and also this fear of um you know like I don't I yeah because I went like I said through this all of this chronic burnout blah 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 I really came in tune with my body and my boundaries and my capacities and my capacities are like I am feeling much better now but my healing is still a process I am still like 
really feeling my body how it needs this wave of active like being active and rest and active yeah. and rest like, and you have a channel of mutation in your human mm. design body graph same as me which is even more of like there are periods of blossoming and very much yeah. outward inspiration movement mm. and there are deeper periods when it feels like nothingness like void mm. like nothing's happening and learning how to really hold that is a fucking mastery yeah. mm. and i'm still learning yeah me too definitely mm -hmm. so it was yeah this process of kind of opening up to this that i can earn my money mm -hmm. and that i have value i'm learning mm -hmm. this now and also coming but isn't it crazy that like having value as a human and earning money is so interconnected yeah it's crazy it's really amazing to to come to this root of it because i was not aware that it's so connected and even the fact that some jobs are higher paid and valued yeah. than the others it's like why mm. <laughs> my libra that wants equality yeah. struggles to understand that yeah because it's like i don't know someone was just saying love how this word this world is crazy in a way you know that like somebody cleaning how it's called yeah. like cleaning lady mm -hmm. or whatever like this is so fucking important to live in clean tidy spaces and like our environment says so much about us you know how and it someone is. decided yeah. that this is a lower paying yeah. job like who the fuck are you to decide yeah. that? I mean, of course, there needs to be some kind of standardization and some yeah. kind of a system, but we're very clearly seeing that it's not working. Mm. It's not supporting us in any fucking kind of way, yeah. this patriarchal system. And so I really feel like there's a deep, deep calling to come back to the matriarchy, which is not mm. women ruling and men losing their rights, but it is very much of like this equality, which even in Jinkies, um it is not about we are now the same mm. doing the same kind of labor yeah, yeah, work yeah. but it's like equality that comes from you nourishing your own gifts mm. and your natural way of being and yeah. contributing yeah because it's like really yeah it doesn't seem right that everybody should like speak with their voices and be speakers and book writers like this mm -hmm. is not you know to earn money or mm -hmm. to have value or mm -hmm. to be coach like it's not it doesn't seem you know pro like we need construction workers and carp carpenters and yeah i mean actually slowly it's getting like these yeah. jobs are also like yeah these works are and i mean higher, but, as yeah. more and more people awake to this awaken to this and we start living in communities in mm. connection with nature like you're living here yeah. i think this is more becoming kind of it's balancing itself mm. out yet on the way there you're met with the cycles that you're meeting yourself yeah. right now mm. yeah and so so i what i've came mm -hmm. to realize is that like it's really amazing when partner can support you financially but for me for my own well-being in a way it's really important to have one part of the income on my own and because mm -hmm. like i like you said i'm still creating i'm still mm -hmm. doing so this is the balance i think mm -hmm. you can find through this but it's nice mm -hmm. to be also um kind of supported and yeah and have this yet again thing. is it the other person that needs to be because like i yearn for the masculine support and that doesn't have to come in the container of a male partner like yeah. masculine structure masculine system that provides that baseline yeah. kind of 
cycling mm. cyclical flow that I feel supported by mm. and it can look in many different ways yeah. so kind of shifting that narrative of who what how it needs yep. to come from and opening up to what would actually be supportive in a sustainable mm-hmm. manner yeah we were just what came up maybe and I want to share maybe mm-hmm. some finishing thoughts but mm-hmm. um like you said this structure because mm-hmm. I was really running away from it I had a lot of structure before mm-hmm. in my life I, I I kind of really love structure yeah I've Capricorn learned, Virgo I've learned sure. this on eclectic I was like on one retreat dancing retreat and we were learning choreography mm-hmm. and I was I, I really love to dance but I I haven't been so much in touch with choreography lately mm-hmm. like it's been more like ecstatic dance blah 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 yeah and it was really interesting how I enjoyed like that choreography, you know, that I actually had to had have to have focus on that structure. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think about other things like this was at the moment present for me. And I feel like this really opened up. Yeah, my whole being mm-hmm. again to open to the structure, to feel safe, that structure is not something that is just from somebody else, mm-hmm. uh, like imposing imposing on me and just like putting me into a cage Mm -hmm. but like how can actually like this structure bring me freedom yes that is the (laughs) highest expression of the capricorn yeah longing for this foundation and this is why they also say you know like in polyamory and so on Mm -hmm. open relationships it's like people want freedom Mm -hmm. but what often they don't realize is how much a committed partnership can give you that freedom Mm -hmm. like it's again nuance after nuance another podcast topic (laughs) (laughs) um but sure yeah and this is what we're building a new structure so that the new sense of freedom which we have which it was a fake sense of freedom that Mm. we've been receiving in the modern society of having more options and so on Mm -hmm. i feel like we are rebuilding that yeah yeah and what comes for me is like this truck how can we connect this structure with nature with cycles Mm -hmm. of nature Mm -hmm. you know that this structure doesn't look the same in summer as in winter Mm -hmm. because like if you just look outside Mm -hmm. you know like it's dark i don't know till eight in the morning or like it gets dark mm-hmm. at six yeah. or, or four p.m even you know like it cannot be the same structure i feel so A fluid structure fluid structure really like yeah and i think this is what the spiritual practice and consistency discipline is all about mm. um it gives you some kind of a framework that holds you mm. having an altar having a specific space yeah. where you come and meditate having a morning routine which within that space can look very different based yeah. on what your needs are in the moment mm-hmm. um that time and that season yeah. of your life um, and this brings also this feminine aspect to it like for sure it has to be a balance it's yeah. the yin and it's the yang <laughs> that makes the wholeness and this is what we're here for mm, wow yeah. i feel like this really beautifully came out <laughs> i mean there is not no so much of red light to hold of it but it's, it's about well-being yeah, and authenticity about... truth and connection this yeah. is the this is the framework <laughs> that holds us to be able to then explore and this for me is astrology you know it gives me that framework and then i can really mm. navigate such a wide terrain but it always leads to the essence, mm. working with the essence. Yeah. Mm. I'm really grateful I actually yeah. did this. 
absolutely I said like we were both feeling fog and I was like once we put a microphone on and enter the space it just flows but it was about also for me allowing ourselves like no we don't have to do right. it it can and be me, messy. yeah and me expressing like oh I don't know if I want to do it like yeah. I feel I want to be like chilled and laid back it's mm-hmm. Sunday like I want free flow you know and then it kind of naturally came and we free float yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for flowing with me mm. is there anything else that feels like you would like to express before we wrap it up yeah I feel really grateful for you and mm. really really honored that I got this chance again to um, connect deeper with you mm-hmm. and yeah I hope it also supports people mm-hmm. listening to mm-hmm. us and that it brings I don't know mm. some little seeds of whatever they need yeah (laughs) and then you're also creating some beautiful space like if people want to connect with you Mm. be with you explore with you what is out there yeah so wow it actually feels so good that like I can yeah share this with the world I have monthly women's circles or not so much just circles it's really like dive into feminine masculine into life just into yoni galaxy you know like we really yeah just dive through pleasure through (laughs) touch through connection Mm -hmm. i really um yeah my base is really this sisterhood also Mm -hmm. for me it's really powerful it's not just women and individuals but how can we Mm -hmm. come together how can we meet each other from the safety from authenticity from vulnerability Mm -hmm. um so it's a lot about sisterhood also so this is this and and what i really love and value about both of our works to be honest yeah we had this conversation yesterday it is all about really connecting with our authenticity with our inner authority with our Mm -hmm. truth so that we have a discernment it's not like we come here we do this because this is how it's done because this is how traditionally traditional practices were it's like no how does it work with you how Mm. do you feel this what is the invitation does it feel good respecting your boundaries yeah so i love that you bring and that gives that sense of safety honestly yeah definitely i feel like i create we both create really Mm -hmm. safe spaces and that's the most important i think as a guidance for everyone Mm. when entering certain spaces and especially in the realms of tantra sexuality pleasure practices which we both kind of navigate through um really that sense of safety where you have your own freedom of choice Mm. liberty what works for you at what time to be able to go at your own pace Mm. with the discernment that no it's not like that just because someone said so you gotta feel it in your body exactly definitely i wanted to add that note (laughs) thank you for adding this yeah yeah we are both really passionate about this So, and probably, I don't know when you will publish this, but uh, something new is coming up, some new offer mm-hmm. um, in a way of um, ritual pieces of ceramics. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, really looking forward to release this. Some vulva. <laughs> well, not so secret anymore, but yeah, let's see. <laughs> so this is coming out and... Yeah, I have my own podcast, so welcome to listen to it if you speak Slovenian. Yeah, and we did uh, one on yours in yes, the summertime. Yes, we did. Um, and really I will put your links in yeah. the show notes below. It is your Instagram handle is... Intimately Hava. That's right. Intimately meet me. 
and um yeah. thank you for intimately meeting mm. cosmic explorations mm. it was really different <laughs> 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 <laughs>